0: and politics we are talking about the latest in hot topics news and entertainment i'm kj and let me introduce you to my co hosts we have shelly e yana and colleen t is out tonight but she will be back in about two weeks uh so again as i always say join the conversation by leaving a comment on facebook youtube or twitter we will check the comments periodically throughout the show And don't just comment, subscribe. Subscribe to our social media so you always know when we post new content. Also, if you like independent media and want to support what we do, donate. Any amount is appreciated. Check us out on our website for that information at www.metroconservativemedia.com. Again, for up-to-date information, we are a necessary voice in news and entertainment. All right, ladies, let's set it off. So tonight we are changing things up a little bit. We are talking about the Tucker Carlson, Kanye West interview. So we are spending the full show uh, playing small clips and discussing the most stunning revelations from the Tucker Carlson interview with, of course, Kanye West. Uh, It's more than t-shirts, folks. So much more. So let's recap how this started. Kanye West wore a shirt featuring the words White Lives Matter matter," during his Yeezy Season 9 event at Paris Fashion Week, I believe it was last Monday, alongside Candace Owens. Uh, before we get into the interview, because uh, again, as I mentioned, we're going to play some clips. I have one question for you ladies tonight regarding this. Uh, would you wear the shirt? So, and why or why not? I want to start with you, Shelly. Would you wear the shirt, White Lives Matter? Why or why not?
1: No, I wouldn't wear it. And I wouldn't wear a Black Lives Matter shirt either. I would wear a shirt that says All Lives Matter.
0: Okay. All
2: right. Uh, what about you, Yana? Would you wear the shirt "White Lives Matter"? Why or why not? Hmm. Um. Yeah. why I mean, why not? It's. <laughs> I guess if I wanted to be, it, it is a it is a provocative statement. It's a response to Black Lives Matter. So as a response to that, you know, the way that they're wearing it, uh, why can't I wear White Lives Matter? Okay.
0: What about you, Colleen? Would you wear the shirt, White Lives Matter,
3: that started all of this outrage? No. (laughs) Just the thought of it is like so crazy to me because that is really, uh, that's quite a target on my back. That's uh, that's a hard pass.
0: Okay. All right. Um, So I wanted to see what you guys thought about that. So let's start with our first clip here. Um, This is clip number one. Take a look and then we'll discuss.
3: So, you just came from Paris Fashion Week. You just landed, and the lanyard's still on from it,
4: and there's a photograph on it. What is that? It's a photograph of a baby's ultrasound. Why is that? And you designed that? Yes. Why? What does that mean? Uh, It just represents life. I'm pro life. Boy, so you wear it on a badge. What, what kind of response do you get? And, and good, amen. I agree. I don't care about people's responses. I care about the fact that there's more black babies being aborted than born in New York City at this point. That 50% of black death in America is abortion. So I really don't care about people's responses. I perform for an audience of one, and that's God.
0: So that is how he started off the night, pretty much. That was the beginning of the interview with Tucker Carlson. Again, that's Kanye West. This is stunning, especially coming from a black man uh in the in the pop industry. I wanna get you guys' response to this uh This again happened at the beginning. He talked about abortion. And how it has a devastating impact in the Black folk community. This is not a popular sentiment in the Black community. Shelly, give me your first thoughts uh, when you saw this this clip for this part.
1: Um, I I loved him and his ex- his explanation for that lanyard. I I really liked that, and I think Tucker Carlson was genuinely moved by that as well. Mm-hmm. What? But what
0: was your response? What did What did it make you feel when you first saw that? Were you like? I know you are pro-life, um, but how did you think that was received
1: by the by, by the masses? Oh, by the masses, it was going to send most people or at least the left. It was going to make them apoplectic. Mm-hmm. OK,
0: what are your thoughts, Yana, on that first clip right off the bat? He's talking about abortion. It's not a popular uh, uh Actually, pro-life is not a popular uh, topic in the Black community and pop culture from which he both hails. What were your thoughts when you saw that?
2: Well, when I see something like that, I wonder why isn't this, I mean, why is this even controversial? Why uh, a Black man talking about the facts that majority of abortions are from the Black community how, how is that not like a normal thing that everybody should be talking about that everyone should be concerned with?
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. What are your thoughts, Colleen, on uh, Kanye talking about abortion? He's pro-life and he's not going to, he's not ashamed of it.
3: So I will say that when I was a Democrat, like Something used to be like something inside me used to like get triggered whenever um, I would hear a man that was pro-life make any kind of pro-life stance. It's so weird because now I have the complete opposite reaction. Whenever I hear a man stick up for the unborn or something like that, I'm like, that is so admirable. Like nobody's, that is not a popular opinion. So whenever I hear a man say that now, like as a 31 year old woman with no children, I'm just like... You know, but that that like former like brainwashing that was in me as like that like kind of that big feminine energy would normally be like, you don't know anything about what it's like to, you know, that natural reaction that you would get. Like, you all know you were all, right. you know, yeah. so it's it was refreshing, very refreshing mm-hmm. to hear not only a man, but somebody who is probably if he's not the richest black man in the world right now. For him to have that stance, I mean, that's amazing. So his opinion does matter.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I want This that was pretty self-explanatory. I want to go to this clip, second clip where he talks about why they did the White Lives Matter shirt. This is clip number two. Take a look.
4: You know, my dad is an educated um, ex-Black Panther, and he put a text to me today. He said, White Lives Matter, ha, 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 ha. And I said, I thought the shirt was... A funny shirt. I thought the idea of me wearing it was funny. And I said, Dad, what do you think it was funny? He said, just just a black man stating the obvious.
0: So he says it's a black man stating the obvious. White lives matter. Uh, Again, we've already heard this kind of black lives matter has been pushed on us for the past two years. The whole slogan and the the actual organization i mean you can't even type black lives matter or blm in your iphone without it automatically capitalizing it and then you can put up you know the brown fist to go with it but when you do that for white lives or any other lives it does not do that so i want to get your thoughts on this shelly uh just you he heard what he said is it as simple as that you know that you know of white lives matter is that is it as simple as that and why hasn't it been received like that in
1: the black community well (laughs) considering black lives matter we know the um the scam that they have been particularly these last two years they're not going to their whole agenda is that white people are are the bane of existence so to just state the fact that white lives matter again just that simple fact not saying that any other lives don't matter which is interesting because when people pointed that out to black lives matter at the height of their existence it was all of this hullabaloo no you can't say that you're a racist because you're ignoring black people well again all lives matter all lives matter including white lives and if kanye wants to say it or candace so be it it's it's the truth it's the truth Yeah, um,
0: and, and what are your thoughts on that, Yana? This whole thing with the White Lives Matter shirts. Um, again, you have people who feel like it's a slap in the face against the Black Lives Matter movement, even if Black Lives—if you don't like the organization, the idea of the whole Black Lives Matter, which kind of stemmed from, it, it was sort of like Black Lives Matter 2. So the idea behind it was, that they felt like black lives didn't matter to police at the time because they tried to push this narrative that police were killing unarmed black men at high rates um, and, and compared to, to, to all other ethnicities. And so they said, no, black lives matter. Now we have this white lives matter. Is it as simple as what he said? Do you agree with that?
2: Well, first of all, Black Lives Matter, the organization uh, is, has nothing to do with the value of Black lives. Black Lives uh, Matter organization, they're pushing other agendas that are important to them, not the lives of Black people. Uh, it's particularly, I mean, we know that they are pushing LGBT um, propaganda and, and things like that they pushing Marxism uh, so and they just have been using black people and this um I guess uh, these ideas that black people didn't matter to the police and the thing is that black people happen to be arrested at a higher rate uh you know comparatively to the to their population. Um, and that's just a fact and so it doesn't mean that uh police treats unnecessary that every police officer is a racist and uh mm-hmm. it, it, that doesn't mean that but it, it was it's a spin it's a spin that they have put and they created this uh preconception that actually caused more uh black lives to be lost because then you have people who let's say are having a confrontation with the police and they're Uh, You know, instead of following orders, they're starting to argue with the police, they're starting to fight with the police because they've been, you know, so programmed to be hostile and to think that this is all an attack based on their race. And that uh, actually created more uh, injuries and deaths amongst uh, black people. So uh, Black Lives Matter, the organization, their agenda matters more then they don't care for black. In fact, if more people, if more black people die, I think it's better for them. Because look, like if we're not gonna, going to have this problem with black people dying at the hands of police, they disappear. They have no uh, no argument. So they need it. They need more, uh, more racial strife. And uh, so what
0: about you, Colleen, as far as specifically the White Lives Matter shirt? Uh, you heard what he said, how he felt like it was an obvious thing. Why not put a White Lives Matter shirt when we've already had Black Lives Matter? Do you think that's a sufficient answer to to this
3: idea of of wearing the shirt? Well, I actually thought that was kind of weird that he didn't elaborate on that a little bit more because, I mean, he literally was just explaining that his father was a former Black Panther. So how do you go from being a former Black Panther to, well, you're just doing the obvious? that was a radical change. How did we get here? So I don't know. I I just thought that was kind of weird that he (laughs) didn't explain a little bit more on that. I don't know if they edited that part of the interview out or what, but like, I, I mean, that, I don't know, but that, that's just Kanye. He would, he would say something like that and just not, and think that we wouldn't need further explanation. I mean, or they edited that part out. I don't know, but I, I thought that that was literally what I thought. I was like former Black Panther. Wouldn't he nor? Wouldn't he tell like disown his son for that? <laughs> what what changed your father? What what made your I don't know that that's, that's a good kind of- point. That's a good point
0: because he did. He mentioned a little bit about his father, but that it would be a, it would have been uh, cool to find out how he kind of if he transitioned to this idea that. You know, it was okay to to wear this T-shirt. How did that
2: transition take? Well, you? I, I actually, I think I know what he meant by that okay. by that comment. Um, I think that um, he actually meant that his father was being sarcastic. His father, I don't think his father is on on the same, right, you know, wavelength on the same like understanding of what that T-shirt was representing. I think his dad basically said like, well, everybody knows that white lives matter. You know, that's not the point, you know, it's like black lives matter should matter. Uh, I
1: disagree and- a little bit Yana, only because on his Instagram before he was canceled or suspended, he posted his clips with his father, the um the screenshot and his, fa- he said in the interview that basically his father was based saying that it's a, a black man is stating the obvious you know, like, okay, it's, it's the obvious. I don't know, but maybe he was being sarcastic to a little bit, but he, but I left the, I got the impression that his father ultimately was saying, okay, yeah, you, you're saying the obvious. Well,
2: what I mean is that a lot of times the explanation was why we need to have Black Lives Matter is why Black lives are not all lives or not white lives because otherwise, you know, we, they would explain that we, everybody has, has, you know, kind of thought about other lives but not black lives. So that's well, what we yeah. have to have black lives matter. That was the explanation from the left. So white lives matter is like the obvious, you know, and
0: Cuz he said he he said his dad said um well I th- I kind of thought it was uh, this, the obvious that a black man is stating white lives matter. So I don't really know. I I was kind of I I didn't understand that one part either, either. I I don't think his dad, he, cause he liked, he agreed with his dad. I mean, he, he was saying that his dad's response, I guess he was thinking his dad was going to respond differently, but he felt like whatever his dad meant by that, that response, it was a positive
2: response. So well, it was not, a, it was not negative, I guess. so. Right. It, was it wasn't like, negative
0: yeah. to him. It was pretty much uh, supporting his, what he was, thinking of when he made the story. So that, that's a good point that you made, Colleen, there. Let's move to the next one, um, this next clip. This is clip three here. Take a look.
4: They tried to kill me or something. Uh, I said, Dad, why did not you ever, why'd you never come to get us? And that's when he told me, that's when he told me that she was told that. You know, there's so many things that are put in Kim's head. You know, they bring influencers. Like, no one ever know where, COREY GAMBLE CAME FROM, NO ONE IN THE FASHION WORLD KNOWS WHERE GABBY CAME FROM. THESE PEOPLE WERE PRACTICALLY MADE IN A LABORATORY, IN MY OPINION. AND ONE OF THE THINGS THAT THEY'RE REALLY GOOD AT DOING IS BEING NICE AND BEING LIKABLE. AND WHAT THEY DO IS FOR PEOPLE THAT HAVE SOME FORM OF INFLUENCE, WHETHER IT'S AN EDUCATED BLACK WOMAN LIKE MY MOTHER, That became the head of the English department at Chicago State University, or whether it's the most influential uh, white woman on the planet, being my ex wife, they have people that are around them at all times telling them what to be afraid of. It's like not what to do or say specifically, it's what to be afraid of. And if you have a person that isn't afraid of them, you know, like, a Russell Brand or yeah. Candace Owens right. or, It's not that we have to agree right no. with this but they're not afraid they're not afraid to state what their opinion is
0: wow so that was actually probably one of my favorite parts of the interview uh, where he talked about this idea in this culture of fear and intimidation by not only People like us, you know, everyday people, but also these celebrities. I want to get your thoughts on that, uh, Shelly. What did
1: you think of that that portion? So that portion, to me, first of all, first of all, I had to ask, like, why did why did he even bring this part in? Because it didn't seem to go with the segment or the question that Tucker was they were talking about at that time. However, it was very revelatory, and I think. Not only was it revelatory, I also took away that he's still struggling with his divorce and being separated from his family. So that was one theme that played throughout this whole interview that I got from Kanye. that you know, he's and rightfully so. I can understand why he would be struggling. You're losing your family. Why, who would not be? I mean, any sane person would have those responses and those feelings, but it's revelatory coming from him saying that these people are basically like like bots and uh handlers around these people Kim, uh, his ex wife, and I forget the other people he named that they basically are a part of what I'm calling this agenda, this orchestrated agenda to control the masses. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And and this is something we saw just with the, the pandemic and the lockdowns and the constant idea of trying to use fear to get people to do and act in a certain way. And he's kind of confirmed this is what's really going on uh, with pop culture. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, Yana?
2: So first of all, who are those people that he mentions? Who who are those people that were controlling?
0: They're influencers in fashion, in the music industry, in pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so really if you're familiar with if you if you're really involved with a lot of pop culture, those are the people that he's mentioned. One is of them
3: Corey are, Gamble, um, Chris's boyfriend.
0: Right, Cory Gam Corey Gamble is uh Chris Jenner, who is Kim Kardashian's mother her uh her yeah, they're not married right so her boyfriend, yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh, like, okay an insider too mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. well, and it what's interesting to me and he said that these people appear very nice mm-hmm. and uh that is something that we I think we need to watch out for when people are appearing very nice uh it's it's called covert hostility. It's uh, something that is, is a hidden hostility that they're, they're carrying. And those people are the most dangerous people in the world. Um, mm-hmm. Well, one of the yeah, most like That's a personality cool. trait. Right. Mm-hmm. Because when you think about people on the
0: left, and, and I know this when, you know, now that I'm on the right or conservative, I, you, 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 I always constantly remember these people. They're so nice. Like, um, you know, love is love, and, and they, they, they come across as welcoming, and as long as you believe what they want you we to believe. judge, we know there's right. no
2: judgment.
0: Right, right. But then when you don't agree or don't believe with something that they're saying, they can be the nastiest people on the face
2: mm-hmm. of the earth. It's so fake. It is yeah. so fake and phony. Yeah. And those are the people that also will talk about you uh, behind your back. They will um, not Well, that's be... just women. <laughs> oh, well, no. I don't know. I, I mean, then maybe it applies to men and women. I mean, those types <laughs> of people. And so that was interesting that he mentioned that. Um, but in terms of uh, fear, the, uh, people who are fearful, they're easily controlled. Uh, Everybody knows that, that anybody who wants to control someone or a group of people just scare them enough so they'll start following orders because that's the only way to, I guess, have security and um, get out of that perceived situation. Um, I thought it was also funny when he said, he said, uh, Kim is the most influential woman in the world did he say that well
0: i mean i guess it, it depends on your contact okay and i know you guys are the not most pretty, I, mean, <laughs> I mean not the most but I, she carries a lot mm. of influence i mean a lot of influence um her social
1: media following yeah yeah, influential not the most
2: she has a lot
1: of influence with young girls and young women in particular i know um you know megan kelly went off on her the other day a day or so ago and it was hilarious and i didn't realize the influence that kim uh, kardashian has or had um but to the degree that a lot of young girls Look up to her, and she is, uh, I guess, a role model for them in the worst kinds of ways, right? Right,
0: right. I mean, so we don't, I mean, I well, we would have even talked about that. I mean, he overinflated himself, he overinflated Kim Kardashian, but I still, you know, we don't, I wouldn't, um, sleep if for lack of better words, on. Kim Kardashian, the Kardashians, and and on a whole, their influence—they have very, they have great influence on pop culture, as as Shelley mentioned on young women, women in general, women in general, really. Um, so it's just it's sad, but it's it's true, it's a fact. Uh, what are your thoughts there, Yana, on that clip that, that he said about the influence and and the per- perpetuation of this fear? Uh, to get people to do what what you want them to do, this fear that the the left put uh, portrays.
3: You mean me? <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely I think that um, I I really can't stand seeing celebrities like Kanye and Sharon Osbourne just take this kind of abuse and just not and just not give everybody the finger and just be like just so epic about it because. Sharon Osborne still would have got that documentary on Fox News Network if she had told everybody to, you know, screw you, screw you. I mean, like when you have F you money, like that is when you take advantage of it to say how you really feel. So when Kanye's like, oh, I had all these people whispering in my ear, I'm just like, and you're like rich as hell. So I just, I don't know why, what keeps people quiet is because they have to pay their bills. So when you have a lot of money and I hear that you've been quiet all these years, I don't feel like you're a hero. I'm just like, why were you quiet? You had nothing to lose. You you had so many followers. I mean, it just drives me nuts when I hear people talk about, Oh, well, if I said something, you know, people just, you know, they get demonized. Look how they treat Candace. Look how They treat Russell. It's like, and then, and also, I'm just, I don't understand how we can even, I don't, how can he be, how could he have been married to, has children with, is, like, so intertwined with such a, like, I'm, I'm going to say it, pretty, like, borderline satanic family. And mm-hmm. we're like, oh, Kanye's so great. Like, I mean, I like Kanye and everything, don't get me wrong, but, like, dude was married to Kim Kardashian, like. I still look at him kind of sideways for that. I'm just like, how genuine can you be? Like, mm-hmm. how genuine can Kim Kardashian's third husband possibly be? He literally has FU money and didn't tell everybody FU. So I'm just like, I, I just have so many thoughts when I hear him say these things. I'm just like, thanks for saying something two years later. Thanks for saying white lives matter when BLM was rioting two years ago, dude. I don't know. That's how I feel.
0: <laughs> yeah, you you have some valid points. I think personally, I think it has something to do with being blackballed. I mean, even with all of the money and and so called influence that he may have, uh, you know, it, it's like a, it's like a ripple effect. Uh, once you start saying things, and then doors start closing, you know, that's hundreds of thousands of dollars that people can lose. You know, it's say if you don't, if you're not allowed to 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 come to fa- Fashion Week, Paris Fashion Week, or New York Fashion Week, or you're not going to get this movie deal. I mean, I think it goes pretty fast with this stuff. Uh, like, in, okay,
3: this so movie, so like unless you- it's more. Right. Because if we think about it, like his support for Trump, he was saying in his interview, like, I felt this way about Trump back in the day. So that's like 2015. What are the ages of his children? He literally continued to have children with this woman when he liked Trump, when she was actively friends with the Clintons. I just... Feels so weird about that. Like I don't know. Does, it, oh. does anybody else get kind of skeptical about that? Like, oh, oh Kyleen, I, mean- I, I think part of again, I watched the
1: whole interview, and I came away with a few themes, right? That he's that I think he's struggling with, faith, family, fame, and finances. Right. Those are themes that you know, however they play out. But to say that now he's now he's criticized for coming out when I again, like KJ said, this this idea of this mob surrounding him. Um, I, I give him a little bit of credit for even coming out. He's kind of breaking out of that mold. If you will, I give him a little bit of credit for but that. Wasn't but wasn't I-
2: he pro Trump? I mean, he showed his support for Trump in like what? 29. Was it? Yeah. 2019? He was one of the yeah. first
0: ones to, to support mm-hmm. Trump. Like mm-hmm. as far as celebrities and rappers. He was, definitely-
2: and he was also, he was kind of, I mean, in terms of like him getting with Kim Kardashian, I also, I was very surprised when, when that happened. I, that's not something I expected at all. I was like, really? Like he, he getting with her? Like I was, I didn't expect it from him. And just the whole thing was weird. Um, I think that was really stupid of him. Definitely.
3: I feel like his next woman is going to be so telling of what his character really is like. Well, it's it's really real
0: what happened after he, after he stopped dating Kim Kardashian, he started dating the girl from New York, um, Julia something and she was the trashiest thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, she was a a, a um what do you call these models? Not even models. She was like a, a BDSM um a person where she was the one who who did the control. You know what I'm
2: talking oh about Oh my like, god, really? Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. so
0: yeah. weird. Yeah, this Adam was A dominatrix.
2: Really yeah, so he, the he he like, so he's, the he's the one being controlled like in, I don't know, but
0: this is what she did. She's an actress um be c-level actress at best and uh and she's a model and she did these uh and she's also her background as being a dominatrix. she's like a massively uh sexual person i mean nothing like you know, she, she's not christian she's not you know she's like a work a, a step down from kim kardashian if you want to talk about the uh the demonic thing so <laughs> um
2: so I don't, I don't know. know, I don't know. I, I don't think, And also I think uh, maybe it's some something in him that he wants to be different. So it's like with, I know with Kim, he did try, I think he started the whole Christian uh, uh, gospel music thing like while he was still married to her. So he wanted to be, you know, religious in this like heathen world, it seems like. And uh, he would I, read I, I, the I, Bible, you know, at home in front of Kim. And it was kind of like, a little showing off. I don't know. I, like know, I
1: think we- he's struggling. I think he's yeah, struggling yeah. with his faith. I think he is struggling mm-hmm. with his faith, which is a good thing. He doesn't have it all together. He's coming out of this, This, I guess I'm going to say a bad marriage or whatever the marriage was. He doesn't have it all together. He's still struggling. Even in the interview, some of the things he said just didn't make sense. I mean, they were kind of like off the cuff, bizarre. Um, so he's trying to align his life which is not a bad thing to do and not a bad place to be. I'm not saying it's a I'm bad gonna, thing to do. I'm, I'm gonna, just,
2: I'm catching, like, you know, the, some of the, it, you know, not person like a mental. He's not I consistent. Like, not and consistent. it's also like, what are his
0: which, motivations? If we
2: could
0: I jump in, let's move on to this next clip, clip four because I'm running out of time.
4: What's a BLM manager? Black lives, matter black lives matter. Uh, Office manager. (laughs) It's basically you get a semi influential black person to become the face of a white company. Yeah. Right? So that means, like, in the design world, in the art world, they actually would pick artists that were less talented than other artists based on their influence, uh, not based on their actual work, because everyone is vying for influence. And an, and an opinion. Everyone is afraid of losing their opinion. So, with Nike, right? Nike is as famous as you say. Nike's more famous than PayPal, right? Yeah. Right. What what number company do you think PayPal is? I don't know. Number four. Overall. Overall, you got well. You, well, you know what the number one is, right? It's Apple. Yeah. I forget number two, but number three is uh, McDonald's. Then SpaceX is maybe six or seven. It's really interesting that as lit as Elon is, his previous company is actually still worth more than, uh, than SpaceX. So what number company do you think Nike is, the Nike? Number 321. It's not there to be as big a financial company as it can be. It's there as an influencer because black people love Nike. So Nike is like a company that is redlining and gerrymandering black people. So the reason why Gap wanted me to go the Gap, it wasn't based on... Oh, we need to get our stocks up.
0: Wow. That was my second favorite clip of the probably my first. That was probably the first part. My favorite part of the of the uh interview was that because that that right there to me spoke volumes. Mm-hmm. Volumes about how this culture works. I, I want to get your response uh to that, Shelly.
1: Well, uh, it did speak volumes because I think think it's true, and I would say it is true. These companies, these woke companies, we see it. Not only do we see the wokeness that Kanye is talking about, and he talked about these uh, managers or BLM managers. Well, I call them diversity, inclusive whatever, uh, equity managers or people in those positions. We see a proliferation of them in virtually every company that is on the New York Stock Exchange and any other stock uh, margin, uh, stock board. These companies are running the companies based on these DIE principles that have really nothing to do with making money for their stockholders. It's about influence. It's about the agenda even down through the financials. They don't give a darn about the stockholders and making money. They want to influence the minds of the people that, that's on their stock, that holds their stock. Yeah, but why? Why do That's the, that's the most
0: important part. And, and why do they want to, if they're not there to make money, which we know most businesses, that's what you're supposed to do. They're there with a political agenda in mind why? What is
1: the what is it to what end? All right. Control. Control. Power and control. Power and control of what? What power what and control soul? of human beings. And of human beings. And I'll take it this far. Maybe I'm gonna sound like Kanye, but power and control of human beings to the point that man from the beginning of time has always thought, fought, and wanted to be equal with God. That's what the ultimate goal is. Man making himself equal to, or even above God. So it's all about power and control. And if they can control it in every aspect of our lives, they're going, man, in a in general sense, is going to try
0: it. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this, Yana? Because I really thought this had, this. he talked about this in a way where it had a lot of undertones of Marxism. Uh, and I wanted to get your thoughts on that aspect of this, of the way that these companies are orchestrating and deceiving masses into some type of of I don't know what What do you think the reason is behind this?
2: Well, I mean, in terms of putting um, like a you know person in the front, uh, like a face of the company, and putting uh, like he said they would put a black person right to mm-hmm. to represent them. I mean, that is that is what Marxists would do. I mean, they would uh, use someone uh to kind of show that look we have diversity we um we, we love uh all you know people of uh, i mean people of color that they they would call and it's it's very it's like a facade mm-hmm. and um it's to kind of i mean yeah it's it's and how can the thing is this whole equ- that we talked about this before it comes it goes with the whole equity thing and um how could anyone be okay with that? That you know, instead of choosing you for uh, your talents, your abilities, uh, you're chosen based on your race. I mean, isn't that kind of demeaning and dehumanizing? Um, th- like, wh- why people want to participate in that kind of um, culture in and uh, be be okay with that and like know that because. People do realize that, you know, why they're picked uh, for certain roles. It's for and- the money.
0: I guess they're doing it for the money. Uh,
2: but my question, none of
0: you have answered this yet. Um, why do you think they, are, you, they want to influence Black people? Why does the left want to influence Black people to, to create some type of agenda? What what is the end game here,
1: and how no. are black people being used to put this in place? So can oh. I try, can I take a stab? At, I'm gonna try to twist your question just a little bit just so I'm I understanding. What I hear you asking is why are black people the gullible ones? Why are they why do they pick us? Why do they think we're the easy ones to to be chosen as the the test babies or the lab rats in this experiment? That's what I hear you saying. So I'm gonna try to answer it that way. I think because had This has been going on for a long time, it's, whether you call it Marxism or what, again, since the beginning of the time, I even came up with this idea that maybe there is a legitimate curse of ham from the Bible for black people. Black people used to talk about this all the time, that we are under this curse. Maybe we are. We certainly live as though we are right now. I have been saying on my page, there is something wrong with black people at this point in, t- in time. Does not mean all black people? No, but there is something wrong with us. We we are the most destructive and and death culture uh, at this time in history. So maybe we are right for the picking in this lab experiment under this Marxist socialism experiment that we have going on now.
2: Well, I have to say to that is
3: that a black Colleen in. Oh, sorry. So um, I would I would just say, I mean, I all these companies are left leaning, have Democrat donors or do, or donate to Democrat uh, candidates. So it all basically comes back to winning the black vote because black people majority are voting Democrat. So that's usually what it comes down to. Nike definitely is a left leaning company. I mean, they gave um, uh Colin Kaepernick, a huge platform when everybody else was ready to just be like, whatever, dude, he was ready to fade into the background. And Nike was like, nope, here he is. <laughs> so it's like, I, I, they just have a bigger, they have a bigger agenda. And I, I think it's so obvious that they're just trying to continuously keep the black vote voting Democrat. Mm hmm i don't know I, I can, to, can
2: i respond to a question oh, sorry, KJ? like that yeah. you asked why black people are picked mm-hmm. for that um and shelly you know said something interesting about some sort of curse i mean i don't know if it's a curse um but the black people from just observing the world and i mean black people can be trendsetters and uh, they can be very very uh t- talented i mean uh, we have uh, amazing athletes who are, who are black in America and in the world. Uh, we better than you know. Other you can comparatively see that they're really significantly better than people from other races. Uh, then uh, actors, are amazing um, uh, dancers. Um, also, I mean, anyone who and and then I'm not just talking about the entertainment. I mean, if we go to Academics as well, uh, doctors. I mean, when they, when the black person really, I mean, uh, is talented, it, 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 they're amazing. Like they can be a lot. I guess the potential is so great there, and I feel like it's possible that um, somebody doesn't want that to happen, and because they're in, and a lot of times they become influencers. So we'll see. In the, the the MAGA movement, you know, the the black people who uh, became the leaders, you know, the huge influencers, a lot more than maybe people who are not black. And so it's possible that it's it's they don't want black people to, I guess, reach their full potential in in whatever areas and to be influencers and to not be controlled anymore. See, well, I, I disagree. I disagree
0: with you all. Um and, and so what I believe it is going on, firstly, I don't I don't know if we necessarily as black people are under a curse or you know, curse or anything. I think that it is very hard to to push against uh a a system because I believe that black people are being targeted and have been being tar- have been targeted for many, many years, decades. It's a systematic targeting of this community and they're doing it using the black community to create chaos. I really do. And um, I think that it's not so much that we're gullible or it's that it's very hard to push against a, a systematic uh, and, and, and a systematic thing that they're doing. And I think, it's, I think it is communism. I think it's Marxism. And again, we've always talked about this on this program, the book Color, Communism, and Common Sense. And it talks about this in this book. Right. And when your question Kanye, was, why are they picking black people? Why are they picking yeah, it? that's yeah. This and Kanye said it. They have picked black people because we have the uh the history of of slavery, especially American black. Because they're not picking Africans, they're not right. picking Caribbeans. This is American Blacks who we were the target of chattel slavery from Africa here. And we know slavery was all over the world, but here there was a color difference where you had white people enslaving Black people. It wasn't, we know Africans enslaved Africans, but when you, they're using that color difference to then continue and perpetuate this idea of racism and then with that, they this is black people are the perfect people to do this. So you take that, and then you continue to perpetuate perpetuate this generation after generation. Now they're and we're really, still falling for it, and we're still I, falling for it. it. It's difficult to get out of it, though, when you have a system of this going on. This is not just on I know that there's a I would
3: agree of with model. you. I there's would agree with you. It's difficult. Yeah. Listen, you all have to follow this guy Shani Rich on Instagram. He's, um, full of that, the part of the, like the Nelk boys, full scent podcast. I don't know if you guys know them. They're, they're kind of like into like the UFC bros. I'm not sure. Like Candace Owens went on their podcast recently, but anyways, this guy will go around Miami beach and ask people. And it's a lot of, a lot of the people he talks to are black people, just normal, everyday black people. He'll go up to them and go Trump or Biden. And almost all of them are like Trump, dude. We thought we got fooled. Like Trump, Trump, like, I'm sorry. There there is a change coming. It's probably not going to be sudden. It might be slow, but it's happening. happening. But to
1: your point, KJ, I would agree with you that it's very hard to break away from a system, systemic behaviors and systemic patterns. I agree. My point in saying that something's wrong with black people is that because I don't think we have ever been this self-destructive. And I'm not justifying that we go out and just be destructive to to typically innocent people of any color, but we have never been self-destructive as we are today. That's when I'm I'm saying that kind of in jest, but I'm saying it for that reason. Yeah, you're right. You're right there. Um, But again, and and I think this whole
0: idea of this targeting is different than what, you know, I'm not talking about, because I know some people say about accountability. Well, I'm not talking about, you know, using slavery as a reasoning behind all of the ills that have happened within the black community. I'm not talking I'm saying this is going on today. This is something that has started decades ago and has continued to start and it's actually working. I think I think it's actually working now. Um, this has been like a phase by phase uh, systemic thing done by the left to use the black community. To create chaos and take down America. I really do believe that. Um to create a race war, to create uh socio economic wars and, and just division amongst
2: the masses. Uh and, and the black community is being used. I it. can see what you're saying, KJ, because it's like they're playing on the stereotype that people already I guess have through throughout history, that um, you know, a person who's black is automatically is oppressed so when um you know people are fed with with that kind of uh preconceived idea then the person is a good spokesperson for something like black or for something like socialism for example so they'll pick a black person to be a spokesperson for socialism for marxism to um uh, talk about you know how how horrible class system is and how we need to make things equal and equitable and of course you know putting a black person as the face and in in people's minds automatically is like oh you know the, his this person has been generationally oppressed so
0: yeah I, just, I mean not just that I mean we see this with the sexual revolution you know we're seeing this with now this feminism I mean black women are kind of the the head, the, the spokespeople, and the vision. you know the, What we see is like the feminists, these rappers, these women that are taking on these masculine roles. I mean, it's everywhere. I, I, I wanna go to this next clip, because um, I wanna get this in. This is clip number five, kind of going along the same line as clip four, but he really spells it out in this one. Take a
4: look. That's what these companies are set up for. That's the type of CEOs they're hiring, especially when the founders are out of there, they kind of just give the companies up, to a bunch of people, and they're all in cahoots. Like anyone that ever worked with me, they just look at, oh, who's yay farming for talent that we can hire to be our new BLM office manager. (laughs) (laughs) Like, kind of like Obama. What what do you, you you think of Obama as a BLM office manager? Best one ever.
2: That He's right. Thing. He's right. I agree with him on that.
0: Yeah. What are you giving me your thoughts, Yana? And why? Why do you agree with him?
2: Well, it, it's obvious. I mean, Obama came out of nowhere, and he had the the look, and he was obviously trained in in speaking, and uh, he came through the the training, and he was definitely had Marxist, uh, not just influence. I think training, and uh, he. Uh it was, yeah, I mean, yeah, they wanted they needed a face, and he actually he didn't care for the black community, he didn't care for actually black people or black babies, and uh, in fact, he cared more about other minorities and you know not that don't have to do with the uh, race, yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah
0: what are your thoughts on this, Colleen? I want to get you in on that. What did you think about what he
3: said about Obama? yeah that was pretty telling i mean i his yeah his relationship i i was just i've always been so confused about the relationship with him and obama and trump and the clintons and kim and all that so i i've just always been so confused about the whole relationship don't get me wrong i am happy that Kanye came out and talked on tucker that is definitely the beginning of this and i hope he realizes that this is the beginning of the end like this is like the This is really like when you go on Tucker, you're really like a lot of people that really are on that, you know, leftist, you know, I don't know, just in the cult. They don't want to mess with you anymore when you go on Tucker. So hopefully he's really learning that when you when you do something this radical, um, you can't be friends with Obama anymore, for instance.
0: Well, he said that he wasn't. I think he's friends with Obama way before this. What are your thoughts on that, Shelly?
1: Well, first, Colleen, when you go on Tucker, you actually have more coming at you, so he better—he's going to watch out and be so. Tucker, Tucker is persona non grata as well. However, I have been saying for a few weeks that Obama has been um, central to a lot of this. People may not realize it, but I've always believed, certainly since Obama was in office, when he made those that statement on the Capitol on the Mall. We are five days away from fundamentally transforming the United States of America, and the crowd roared. I was in my house, and I was i wouldn't say shaking in my boots but i was very concerned because when i listen to those words what does that mean to fundamentally transform well i say that under this administration this president this is a continuation of the obama years they are actually putting into implementing the plans that were generated or gemmed up under the obama administration and we are seeing the effects of it the consequences of it Fundamental transformation, those words did not cause me the willies. They gave me the chills. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, when we talk about
0: Obama and you think about all that we've been talking about tonight, as far as the left is concerned, he is the, the symbol of that. I mean, nice looking guy. He comes across very charming, very nice. He could just say the alphabet, and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, yeah." I mean,
2: he got a peace prize for right. nothing. Yeah,
0: yeah. For and so doing nothing, right? And so when you think about someone or something that ushers in this leftist agenda, I mean, he just fits every bill. Uh, and so what he said right there, him being the ultimate BLM manager, mm-hmm. is certainly the case. And the crazy thing about it is the irony about it all is that he symbolizes what BLM actually did for Black people. Nothing. The organiz- He as the BLM manager and the first Black president did nothing for Black people. His presidency, Black people suffered under his administration. Uh, and same thing with BLM. When you think about it, the organization, the movement, Went through city after city across the country, vandalized and tore up and destroyed cities. No city has left better after they came through. Okay. Uh, They have nothing. Now we're seeing crime spike because of the defund the police movement that came out of the BLM movement. You had the defund police movement. We are seeing crime spike in cities across the country. So black people have not fared well under this movement and under the ultimate BLM manager, which is Barack Obama. (laughs) So it's just all, it's all ironic. Yeah. Uh, I want to go into this next clip, clip six. Uh, Take a look here.
4: You know, Kim is like a hybrid. She's not just Marilyn Monroe. You know, she's also, um, she's also a fashion person She's also a mom. She's also an activist. She's a lawyer. She's a multi-billionaire. You're, she's hot. She's one of the most beautiful people of all time. You know, This is a different level of uh, video game character now. And when you see a headline that says, Kim says, oh, I'm going to stay single forever, that's the indoctrination. Like, because they want this person to tell all the little girls out there that they need to be single forever. You know, all moms. I know there's definitely people watching. Do, do you film. think
3: that? So you don't think that's a organic, natural thing? I mean, that is a message that she is being used
4: to send. Absolutely. Think. About- yeah.
0: yeah. Again, as we mentioned earlier on. We have this idea of people like Kim Kardashian and these other uh, celebrities. They're used to indoctrinate young kids. What are your thoughts on this, Shelly?
1: So these people, he's talking about Kim Kardashian specifically, but these people are uh, shape shifters. Is, is that what you call it? Shapeshifters. They're able to be whatever that audience needs them to be to affect whatever change they're trying to do. So this, again, this idea of fundamental transformation, it's not only about systems, it's about the people who participate in these systems, using them to change or transform, transmogrify to the masses for their agenda. I, I mean, it's it's it sounds simple, and I, I know there are different parts to it. And to to people like us who have who have, who are sane, it, it sounds mind blowing. But in its very simplest form, that's what's happening. Yeah,
0: uh, I want to get your thoughts on this, Yana. Should people should people cut off social media? Should people tell their at least their children? not to be on social media has social media helped to encourage this phenomenon of these celebrities indoctrinating young kids
2: yeah yeah absolutely i mean that's that's it's always been the case i mean people always looked at celebrities young people um that's been their idols and so it's absolutely and for kids yeah kids need to be protected from that it's it's scary um like, I, I have students uh, that I tutor and I feel I feel afraid for them, you know, when uh, I'm scared for what, what they might see on, on YouTube or if they're using any other social media, like, um, I know, Instagram or TikTok or whatever. And um, it is really scary. So they definitely need to be protected. And it's like we are fighting a battle you know if you're trying to teach your kids uh conservative values and then you have an army against you on the other side of the screen uh and then not just in the screen also when they go to school so it's it's like you against the entire like conglomerate like literally an army of people who don't want your kids to follow a conservative path or a religious path, you know, they they will change it. Um, and I mean, it's still funny that he says she's like the most uh, something something in the world, and it's funny to me. And also when he said that she she tweeted or whatever that she's not going to be, be get married again. She was married how many times? <laughs> like three. No, but he said four want- kids?
0: Right, but no, he's saying that she's being used to create this idea of anti-marriage.
2: No, I understand that. I understand that. But it's like, wasn't she already mad? I mean, first of all, yeah, she's been married so many times. And like, why are people even listening to what she is tweeting or saying? And it's like a 40 year old woman saying she's never going to be a, a, a divorcee three times. I mean, that's not something new, like lots of 40 old women who maybe had you know, multiple divorces and multiple kids, and then they don't want to get married anymore, whatever. Like, uh, But yeah, people should not be listening to her, her family, or other woke uh, celebrities who transition to a man. Like those, isn't there like one, uh, what is it, Ellen, Ellen Page? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah she's like literally became you know looks like a dude now and like she was such such a cute girl before and it's like kids are looking at that and girls are looking at that and like we talked about that before they're like 10 year olds 11 year olds are looking at this and thinking this is cool and then i should be like this um it's gonna be a disaster yeah what are your
0: thoughts on this colleen As one of the younger ones on the panel i mean how do we break this this hold of, of people cuz i mean you do know kim kardashian is like a huge influence i mean in fashion and and tv and beauty i mean she is i mean it's just it's a fact what are your thoughts on this how do we stop it how do we stop this hold that she that people like her have on kids and not just
3: kids but women adult women too Well, she also has FU money and she continues to do it. So she prefers to live this life of, I guess, just fraudness. I mean, because she literally is okay with, the father of her children, he very clearly wants to still be with Kim. Right. Like he very obviously still wants to be with Kim. And as, and no matter what my feelings are about Kim, I hope they get back together because they have all those children together. And I feel really bad. Like I really do feel bad for Kanye. Like he really does seem like lost since this has happened. And I think that he needs to convince his wife to stop caring about what society thinks about them. They have, plenty of money they can literally stop working and retire and raise their children and prioritize what's really important to them and just live their lives they could have a beautiful life i mean they could they could run their still their businesses they they literally have clothing lines lines they could run and just live off of that they don't need the approval of these crazy radicals i mean i just i don't understand why kim will always pick money over her family i don't get it
2: because I think that's her, her mother is influencing yeah.
0: a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's the way she was groomed to do that. I mean, mm-hmm. goodness gracious, look at her mom pouring her out. Uh, you know, actually watched her have sex with this guy, Ray J, and then they sold the tape,
1: and that was her ticket to fame. I mean, if you can do that, it's no shame. No, none. Right. none. Well, again, remember a couple weeks ago, we also talked about this a little bit, and I think I mentioned that Dennis Prager talked about how. Predominantly so women today. Women are the ones who are grooming the children and basically ruining the children. Kanye said in that interview that he also, I think he said he bought the, the house next to Kim after their divorce so he could still be with his kids and or see them every day. Yeah, he does want he does want his family back. I don't know, you know, if he should go back necessarily, but he certainly should and wants to have an influence and be interactive in his children's lives, which he very well should. But his family her family seems to be from the interview I got that they're making it hard even for him to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the women, the women, right?
3: Yeah, they all need to stop. Like seriously, none of them are in happy, successful marriages or anything like that. Look at look at Chloe. Look at Chris. Like I mean, they are not in normal relationships. So no. you stop yeah. taking advice from everybody around if
2: you. you. So even even uh, the dad of uh, the the other girls became a woman. Right. So the
0: whole, is the real, whole family is weird. like, yeah, it's very weird. Final thoughts, ladies, we've come to the end of our time. Uh, I want to start with you, Colleen. So overall, what did you think of the interview and and, and what impact do you have? If any, will do you believe it will have?
3: I'm glad that he did it. Um, it was two years too late, though, I will say. Um, If he really wanted to make an impact with that white lives matter, the backlash that he got two years later is a fraction of what it would have been June, 2020. Okay. So, you know, for him to really act like he's getting a lot of heat, I'm like, try doing this two years ago anyway, but I will say, you got to give him some credit for it. I will, I will give him credit for it because it is a really big statement that needed to be made. And I'm glad he made the point. Um, And I will never buy one of those
0: shirts. (laughs) All right. What are your thoughts on this? Yana, Um, the whole interview, what did you think? And and what impact of anything, any, do you think it will have?
2: I hope it will have impact. Uh, I'm glad he did it. He may, he's still a big influencer and people do um, follow him and listen to him. So I do hope that people start waking up and, um, I mean, I'm just hoping that people turn to, um, I guess, out away from the the woke, the the socialist, the Marxist uh, men, uh, mentality. That they start noticing how they're being controlled. So, um, and not have these preconceived notions about the Republican Party, about Trump. You know, hopefully, by more people coming out and speaking, uh, like Kanye did, then these prejudices will fall away from, from some people.
4: All right.
0: What are your thoughts on that, on the whole interview, Shelley, uh, with Kanye West, Tucker Carlson interview? What
1: impact, if any, do you think it will have? Well, I love the interview. I love that Tucker gave him that opportunity. I love free form interviews because they like the way they just flow and that you actually hear the uh, the interviewees own thought, thoughts in the his or her own words. So I love Tucker, Tucker Carlson for doing that as well. Um, the influence, I don't know. And I'll say, I don't know, I think I'm 50, 50. And one of the reasons I'm 50, 50 is because I'm aware that this is, or I believe that this is still about publicity and money. Bad publicity is still publicity. And secondly, because Candace always was in the video with him or wore the shirt with him, I think he's going to get, I don't know if he's going to get the, the more uh, people coming out of the woodwork, so to speak, to support him because of Candace primarily.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Well,
0: that does it for our show tonight. Uh, I certainly agree with all of you. Um, you guys all brought up really good points. Uh I do think Kanye's troubled. I do. Uh just my personal opinion. I, I think he's 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 struggling with a lot, a lot, uh more than this whole white lives matter BLM thing. Uh you could see throughout the interview the the one common theme that ran throughout the interview is his children and, and his and Kim, his ex-wife. I mean, he was fixated on that. Uh, you know, throughout the interview, it would go all over the place. And then he would always bring it back to Kim Kardashian. So um, I, I just pray that, uh, you know, God guide him and give him what he needs uh, to, to thrive. I don't even know if it's Kim. I don't know. Uh, you brought up a good point, Colleen, about how you can't even understand why he ended up with somebody like her. But I'm sure there's a lot, behind the scenes that we don't see i mean we've only we only see like a small tidbit of of what's actually really going on so maybe there's some type of inner fighting with her internal fighting that maybe she was kind of moving towards him and and her family and friends are trying to move her you know the opposite direction i don't know uh as far as impact is concerned I think there will be a, a good impact of, about this because I think it all goes back to the t-shirt. We have been forced for the last what two, three years, black lives matter, the you know, the, the the saying, the slogan. And it makes sense. Like he I always go back to what his dad said. I mean, why can't you say white lives matter then? I mean, it just doesn't make sense not to be able to say that. Uh, and you can say both, you can say both, but now the whole push is you can't say white lives matter. So, I don't know, we'll continue to follow this and uh and continue to uh to to follow this whole idea. We all know tonight, uh, Candace Owens is putting out that BLM documentary, so she's supposed to expose a lot of things, uh, in regards to the organization Black Lives Matter. So I'm sure that will have some revelations as well, and uh, we may talk about that at a later time. But this is uh, brings us to the end of our show. So uh, stay tuned. Next up is Just the Guys. So they will unpack what we've some of the uh, some of the themes and uh, topics that we've talked about tonight and more. Uh, Also tomorrow, I will be on with uh, my um, 8.30 show. And I am just talking about kind of the impact of this White Lives Matter uh, uh, t-shirt movement, not movement, but issue. Uh, Specifically, though, the hate and the vitriol that Candace Owens and Kanye get. But you don't see this hate going towards other people. That do things that are outrageous in the music industry and celebrity, and so I'm going to talk a little bit about that and um, and just really dig into why uh, that goes on and 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 how it's very detrimental to uh, to our culture and society. So check in with me tomorrow at 8:30 right here on YouTube and Facebook for that. All right. So as I always say, join the conversation by leaving a comment on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. We will check the comments, uh, you know, after the show and also uh, subscribe, subscribe to our social media. So you always know when we post new content, check us out on our website at www.metroconservativemedia.com for up-to-date information We are a necessary voice in news and entertainment. That does it for us tonight. Uh, Again, thank you so much for watching. Good night.